At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. All right, let's talk about the AL Central. Yes, sir. The AL Central at the moment is pretty darn tight. Okay, you got the Twins, the Guardians, and the White Sox um, are all just within you know, three games of one another for the top seed in the division. Uh, all three have a virtual chance at clinching uh, the divisional pennant. You look at the White Sox. I mean, as much as we clown them, PJ, they kind of been doing their thing. They've won five of their last six games. They had a 3-1 uh, series victory over the v- division-leading Twins. They scored 32 runs in the four-game series they had against the Twins. They're now at, um, you know, three games out of the division. They're sitting at 500. Uh, but also this White Sox team that's so frustrating is because you look and they have the 10th worst run differential in the MLB, negative 14, but they also had the 15th best offense in the league. So they are like dead average at their plate, at the plate uh, during appearances. So it's it's really hard to kind of look at this White Sox team and say, are they a real threat? Because I look at the Twins and I say, they limped into this all-star break. They did. Lost seven of their last 10. Uh, they got outscored 11 nothing. They were out hit 16 to one by the White Sox, and they're still the number one team in the AL Central. But it does matter in terms of what have you done for me lately. Now schedule can dictate a lot of those things too. But they started the year four and eight. Then they went three and seven in their last ten games before y'all before the All Star break. But in between, they were 42 or 43 and 29. That's good enough for 50 and 44 overall. Small lead over Cleveland right now in the AL Central. And Chicago, of course. So I feel like even though the Twins are in first place, it doesn't really feel and it never really has felt like a team that is a serious contender. So that makes me, that gives me a little cause for pause because I, I, if I feel that way, how does Minnesota's front office feel and how do they approach August 2nd? How do they approach getting better? Are they going to look to buy? Are they going to look to make a real, real changes to make this team better? Are they going to be comfortable with, you know, hey man, whatever we have, let's make a marginal move here. Maybe we'll fix the bullpen a little uh, tweak here or there. Like, how committed are they to to winning this AL Central and and being the best? Or are they just going to, you know, kind of stand put and, and stand pat and say, hey, whatever happens, happens? Because I look at them at the top and I say, I'm not taking them to win the division. No. Because they look terrible right now. They don't feel like their first place team. And I don't know how committed that team is to going all in to win it this year. Quentin, you know, as much as it pains me to say it, I like the White Sox. It's the White Sox, PJ. It is the White Sox, man. I was watching uh, MLB live here at the All-Star game. Their closer, Liam Hendricks, was on. And they were asking him about the White Sox first half. Like, what was going on with you guys? And he said, early on, we just knew how good we are. And we got complacent. And here in the last week, week and a half or so, we finally started to realize that, like, we got to go. We got to put in the work. And you're starting to see that. They're starting to beat teams in their division, the teams that they're supposed to beat. They're favored every night. We keep talking about that. And they're finally starting to win those games. But, Quinn, you look at the second half of the schedule to start the the second half for the White Sox when they come out of the All-Star break. They play the Guardians right away for four games at home. Mm-hmm. Huge series off the jump. Gotta get it. Then they play at Colorado for two. 
They play Oakland at home, the worst team in baseball, for three. Then they play Kansas City at home for three. At the road at Texas for four. At the road at Kansas City for four. Home against Detroit for three. Jeez. How soft is that schedule that's to just, start? That's cake, man. I mean, those those seven series to start the second half is ridiculous. The White Sox could go on a serious run. They could go like 19-5 during that stretch or however many games those are. They could really get hot. I think that plus 140 is good value. Everybody is just waiting to take the White Sox in this division. The Twins got off to a hot start, but like you said, Q, they're struggling right now. They're limping. This team feels like the Brewers with a little more offensive firepower, but the pitching isn't as good. Yeah, There's just nothing flashy about them. There's no stars. You don't feel like they're going to contend really in the playoffs and that they're just kind of going to mutter along and maybe limp their way into the postseason. I don't see any value on taking the Guardians at plus 450. I wanted to talk about them, PJ, because they're one of the youngest teams in the league, and, and they're just sitting there 46 and 44. I mean, their last 10 games, they went 6 and 4. I mean, they're two games back of the Twins, who we don't believe in. I know the White Sox are the team where they have the talent. They have the top-end talent, of course, to where if they actually start caring, they could they could just run away with this thing. Yeah. But the Guardians, I feel like, should give a at least a, a little look and acknowledgement of respect for what they are able to do. They don't have the household names like everybody else, um, but they're balling right now. Their average batting age is 26. Their pitching age is 26 and a half. Like that's, that's ridiculous. And they're sitting there right in the middle of a three team race in the AL central. Look, Cleveland, like you said, they got some good young bats. They got some good young arms too. They still have Shane Bieber at the front of that staff. He's anchoring that staff for you. Great staff. They have one of the best managers in baseball and Tito Francona, who's as experienced as anybody. I don't think Cleveland's going to go away. I just more so think that Chicago's just going to pass gonna pass. Them. You know what I mean? That schedule, again, is so easy to start second half. So we were just getting hot. We were looking for something like uh, the Guardians to finish second in the AL Central. That would Like, be... if I could get some odds on them to finish second. So you, you predict the Twins fall out of the, the top slot, the Sox go up to number one, and the Guardians finish second. Uh, I wish I could get some odds yeah, on that. Minnesota and Cleveland, that race for second place will be an intriguing one. Yeah. I might lean Minnesota. It could be close. It could be like a game or two difference. But those top three teams, it's going to be a combination of Minnesota, Cleveland, Chicago, obviously. Detroit's 12 games back right now. Kansas City's 13 games back. Those two are kind of just below the pack. But I think Chicago's going to win. It's a coin flip for Minnesota and Cleveland. But, Quentin, I think only one team is going to get to the playoffs from this division because I think Seattle and Houston are going to make it, mm. and then you have those four from the AL East that I think are going to get in. So I think you're looking at a one-bid league, one league here in the AL Central, and knowing the importance of the divisional games, I think that's why Chicago gets it done. I like, I like Chicago a lot, too. Now, here's the thing, though. Listeners out there, I don't want this tone of voice that we are both um, displaying at the moment to, to act as a, um, how do I say this? Our true emotions when it comes to the Chicago White Sox team. Because if you were with us last week and the week before that even, and maybe even the week before that, this White Sox team is one of, if not the most frustrating team to watch night in and night out. It's almost similar to like your Toronto Blue Jays, to where you see like a lineup stacked, pitching staff, ERAs all under one, essentially. Well, that's the Dodgers, never mind. But still, the, the Blue Jays up there. Like, it's just a team that has all the names. And you're saying, when are they going to get it together? When are they going to put it together? And that's what makes it so frustrating to watch is because you know these players can be so good. 
Like they even said, we know how good we could be. They start smelling themselves a little bit. Mm -hmm. That's what happens. That's what my dad used to say, man. You walk around here, you're smelling <laughs> yourself a little too big. Just because you six foot doesn't mean you're the man around here. Right. It's kind of how you look at this White Sox team. They start smelling themselves. We've all accomplished all these things. Our pitching staff is great, but you still have to go out there and play those games. So hopefully the season of struggle, I'll call, in the first half for the White Sox is a good reminder that they have a lot more work to do and that they have to turn things up. Because I'll tell you one thing. I give them three games after All-Star break. If I don't see an improvement in those three games with some consistency, even though they powered into the All-Star break, it was frustrating to watch, but they powered into the All-Star break. I need to see where their focus is out of All-Star break. Because if I see them locked in, White Sox plus 140 all day, take it to the bank. But if I don't, I will be forced to put at least a small amount of money on the Guardians plus 450. Or just take the Twins still at plus money, plus 105. But those White Sox, they're tricky, even though they have all the talent to do They're so. tricky. I like the fact, though, that they made the playoffs last year. So they have experience of yeah. going through an August-September run. They know when to turn it on. Tony LaRusse is one of the more experienced managers in baseball. You're right, Q. It's just all motivation with this team. It's yeah. want to. We know they have the talent everywhere. Pitching, defense, offense. They have it all. They just got to put it together. They got to stay healthy. But, man, are they loaded. They have the best shortstop in the AL. And Tim Anderson, Jose Abreu's great. Luis Roberts great. Eloy Jimenez is great. We'll see if they add anybody at the deadline. This is easily the most talented team in this division. Now they're kind of starting to play like it. And that's schedule the way it is. Quinn, that's another big thing, too. All those teams that they're playing to start the second half of the season, they should win yeah. a lot of those games. If they don't, if they split those series, if they lose two out of three, three out of four, that'll tell you where their mindset's at, it where sure their will. head frame's at. And you don't want to back that team after that. There's one or two um, delusionals out there that are asking or yelling at the radio, Quentin PJ, what about the Tigers plus 250,000? I'm any, good. Any plays on the Tigers or the Royals? No plays. Yeah, no shot. Royals fans, Tigers fans, you guys come together and recognize your team is trash and just watch the rest of the guys play real baseball. That's how it works. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 